Attention shoppers, there are a wide variety of Crossrip items available in the gift shop. Sweatshirts, smartphone covers, an exclusive t-shirt designed by Dapper Dan Shonen of IDW Comics fame, and more on the way. All proceeds go towards our servers, so this remains the only ad you hear on the show. Go to GhostbustersHQ.net slash shop to get yours today. I like that shirt, friend. This week on the program, we're combining up a few things. We're going to be doing our Eagle Moss uh, stages 11 through 13, which are the dreaded uh, blue hose stage of the engine block that a lot of people have talked about. Uh, while we're doing that, we're going to talk about uh, year one, issue number four, uh, talking about some afterlife stuff, talking about some merchandise stuff, a uh, whole, whole lot of great conversation coming up as we build our Ecto-Mobile. Stay tuned. Still Playing With Toys presents The Ghostbusters Interdimensional Crossroad, the biggest podcast since 1909. So free. News, interviews, and commentary on everything Ghostbusters. Are you the keyboard? Here are your hosts, Troy Benjamin and Chris Stewart. You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. Oh, we have fun. Woo! Hero Collector. Issue five. Oh, hero collector. Oh, hero collector. Um, are you uh, you recording? We might as well just jump into it. I am recording because I I have a feeling this one's gonna be kind of gnarly. That we're we're literally so we're getting to stage eleven and twelve. Um, and twelve is the one that I've heard from multiple people. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> Uh, for anybody that's out there uh, building uh, with us or ahead of us or behind us um, when people start talking about the blue hoses hmm. it's like a I don't know it sounds like it's going to be a rite of passage I, I have a feeling we're not going to get past said blue hoses on tonight's episode but we can sure as hell we'll try see. Yeah. challenge accepted challenge accepted um, well, well so uh, for there's those, a number of people following us actually um uh, Dustin Milne has joined us from the. Uh, oh, I saw. Yeah, I saw that. Excellent. I mean, that's that's kind of the nice thing here is. Um, then he blew past us. It's like. Okay, oh uh, yeah. Don't there wait. are a lot of people. Brock Brock is way past us too. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, all of the people that have either started up there. I know uh, uh, Craig Goldberg of Yes Have Some has started up too, and um, I, I'd like to think that maybe we're partially responsible for it, even though we cannot claim any responsibility for it. But I, I mean, I think we absolutely. 100%. If you're listening, Hero Collector, yeah, we are totally, totally responsible for it. Totally responsible for it. I mean, I would but say we probably well, encourage people right. just because we're having fun yeah. doing it. And, um, you we're, know, we're responsible for a couple because a couple people have flat out said that they joined it to tag along with us. Yeah, so. build along. Uh-huh. Um, and, I mean, to, to me. Like I, I enjoy these these build episodes because it just gives you and I a chance to sort of shoot the breeze and yeah we talk about sure. Ghostbuster stuff but at the same time we start building and getting stuff done you know, and yeah without having to sound coherent or anything <laughs> we never sound coherent in the first place or I don't know what you're talking about consistent or yeah um but uh, yeah so for those of you playing the home game uh so what we do on these build episodes we are building the eagle moss hero collector uh build an ecto one subscription set uh in the previous episode we made it through stage uh 10 which closed out the uh previous issue which was issue five uh four <laughs> i'm doing great already 
Uh, issue four is, is done and gone, and we're moving on to issue five. Um, and again, if you're not familiar, so within each issue, there's multiple build stages, and those are the like individual packets that they give you to, to build. So that way, you get an issue, and they send you like four or five of these little baggies that have all the parts in it, and it gives you quite a bit to do, and then you wait for your next shipment. Where the hell is Eleven? Well, this may be the a, shortest build of all time. Twelve, thirteen. Eleven is a small one. It's a, it might be, might be wide. I got a box with a lot of hero collectors and a whole yeah, bunch of ones. So eleven is like the size of a small, you know, like lunchable. It's there like it a, a tiny guy. It. It's got like the power it. steering in it and the crankshaft. And I found and, twelve, which is all. Hoses. Yeah, and then twelve is the end of the world, essentially. Uh, blue hose. We know it. Here we come. It's the end of the world. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna I vary things up just a little bit here. Chris and I are. are we did promise you that we were gonna talk about uh, IDW Year One Issue Four, which also closed out uh, the IDW series. So I thought, Chris, you and I can talk about that while we build. We'll do our best sure. to kind of avoid and dodge around whatever spoilers we possibly can, but. If you are at all spoiler sensitive, uh, you know, m maybe save this build episode for after you've read uh, issue four. If you're um, lactose intolerant or spoiler sensitive, uh, spoiler sensitive, uh, perhaps now is the time where you 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 jump off. But yeah, so we'll be talking about uh, issue jump four. Jump the hell off. And uh, we'll be talking about some some fun other stuff that's been going on, uh, particularly Ghostbusters being number one at the box office, which I'm excited to dive into. But. Um, but before like, we do that, I, I do want to start this so that we can start assembling things because I know that it takes us some time. Aziz, <laughs> light! Aziz okay, I'm ready light. to go. So yeah, so on stage 11, we're going to be working on the power steering pump and crankshaft pulley. Um, and right now, this is sort of <laughs> an independent... Uh, uh, I mean, we're going to be building onto the engine block that we've already got assembled. And this looks like it should be relatively quick. But we'll see. So, uh. Wait, they jinx it there. Yeah, here we go with Smart the power steering. That's what I'm saying. Um, but maybe let's start Let's start off uh, with the, the light part of conversation so that we don't have to lose everybody to spoilers. Um, uh, Ghostbusters being number one at the box office. Yes. Uh, perhaps a feat that has never been done before? Is that. Did, were you able to make that determination with certainty or some well, sort of. Well, you need to. It's a bit more complicated than that. The first and only movie that I can find to be number one on two Independence Day. Independence Day Long Weekend is one of three, four major long weekends around the summer for May Long Weekend, July Long Weekend. Yeah, you get your And then Memorial Labor Day, Day Long your, Weekend. Yeah, Labor yeah. Day. Labor Day is traditionally not really usually not really, that big no. of a movie. Um but you know what I mean. Like the summertime movie schedule has a, a handful of big weekends, um, and Ghostbusters was absolutely number one in 1984 for July long weekend. Even though it opened up like a month earlier, like it rained at number one until I don't know Christmas or inside well, the next year. That's what I was going to say. I mean, back back in you know 80 to early 90, uh, with those with the movies that would just be out for six months at a time, <clears throat> I, I was kind of wondering if it if it was like you know, Empire Strikes Back or the, you know, Star, uh, Star Wars, the original Star Wars that, you know, had a year long of reigning whoa, whoa. at the box office. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down there. That's okay. what I wondered too. Star Wars would obviously be the one that would crack it. But according to the numbers, Star Wars was in the top 
but it didn't hold it. Like it stayed in the theaters for the year. It wasn't right. number one for the but entire time. It was not time. number one. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. So in a weird, like, it requires that a movie either hold for a whole year. Like here's the thing. It's, uh, I don't think they kept track of the numbers far enough back. But movies used to just circle around the country for a couple of years. Depending on how popular they are, they'd go for years, right? Like the prints would just float around. They didn't have you know, a unified release schedule and all this sort of thing. So it's theoretically possible that maybe some old timey hits like, I don't know, um, Wizard of Oz or something. Um, actually Wizard of Oz may not have been a huge hit. I don't know what old hits there'd be, but this, there's some maybe could have been number one after a year or so, but uh, let's or, just keep or, it modern. Or like a holiday film that released, you know, sort of annually on uh, like a Christmas film. I was trying to think of like, it's a wonderful life, not yeah. necessarily, you know, number one in the well, box no. office, but may well, have been number is, one. And, you know, well, no, uh, well, it's a wonderful life, uh, bombed when it came out. It's uh, only popular because it went to TV, but here's the thing. Star Wars like got re-released in 78, but it got re-released in August. So uh, it missed July long weekend for some sort of potential re like, push thing. I think it dropped out Aprilish or something like that. It went for a while. But anyway, so the special editions when those came out, that was like in the, the 90s, you're talking about that? No, no, no. Uh, in 78. In the, the 78, the, okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, the point is is that thanks to the fact that no other movies are coming out right now, thanks to the delay in the uh the Ghostbusters day and thanks to uh, COVID-19 closing a whole bunch of theaters, but drive-ins opening up, it just created this weird thing where, yeah, Ghostbusters raked in, well, I don't know what the last count was, but the, what, at the time of the article, $650,000. Which is, I mean, and, and the other thing, impressively, is it's on less than 1,000 screens, uh, with 90% yeah. of them being uh, drive-in theaters, which... yeah. Again, good for the drive-in so theater, man. Only, only um, movie that I've found that reigned number one in two different July long weekend, Independence Day long weekend uh, weekends. Like, uh, yeah, there you go. Wow, how weird is that, eh? I mean, that it's it's strange. I'm not I'm not opposed to it. I know that there were some people that were saying, you know, uh, good good for Sony, but they can't really ch- you know uh, thump their chests because it's like, well, people going out to see movies right now should be the least of our uh, concerns. We don't want to. Um, yeah, well, uh, I don't I don't think Sony was ever ch- thumping their chest. I, I think this I don't started think so either. Yeah, this started with Deadline noticing that. <laughs> hey, hey, what's this number mean? Like the numbers of. <laughs> being kept track of but nobody bothered to pay attention and then there was a small blip and they made a story out of it and i'm the one that uh, kind of went like they even said in it like um uh twice at number one but like i said the i took it a little bit further to double check and it's like yeah nobody else did it twice on yeah. labor day long, or not labor day independence day long weekends sony has never really said a peep about it it's just kind of it's a it's a weird record stat thing that some of us just kind of went, ooh, like, too. That's basically what it is. Um, and and yeah. frankly, all things considered, going to the drive-in, super safe, and uh, it was great. Yeah, it and was a really good experience nice. for a lot of people. I know some people reached out to us after our episode last week uh, saying that they went to the theater, or, I mean, to their drive-in, and didn't see the afterlife um, 
uh, featurette that we talked about. They even didn't see the Afterlife trailer, it sounded like. Um, but, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, your mileage may vary. A lot of places, I, I've, this dates back to the, again, speaking of the 90s, when the episode one trailer came out and everybody said that it was attached to Meet Joe Black or, you know, and, and people yeah. would go in and say, I didn't see the trailer. Well, it should have been, but maybe the theater distributor didn't do it or... Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's quite possible that movies, were like theaters, were just bringing it in. Like, it's not impossible. I mean, everything's digital this day anyway. So, I mean, frankly, any yeah. theater with a pro- digital projector that can get our hands on a That's, in theory, Blu-ray they can been, go for it. Yeah, they should have been rolling, you know, whatever the DCP was that was given to them for the event. But, um, you know, regardless, yeah. it, it's uh, the fact that people got to go see Ghostbusters at a drive-in is awesome. Like I, I, don't I think, am supremely jealous of those. I don't think I ever saw it. it in the drive-in. I'm trying to think, and I was like, no, I don't. I don't think I ever got the chance. I could have. There were drive-ins when in '84, and I probably could. I was too young. Like, I just so, never did it. Ma, yeah. Dad, I need the keys to the car. I'm 11. <laughs> I can drive. Vroom, vroom. Um, but yeah, and then I mean, we're sitting in a position now where we've kind of forgotten that 10, 15 years ago, it showing up anywhere to show in a theater was a rarity, like a super rarity. So now we're just kind of, you know, they did the Blu-ray re-release and they kick it out into theaters yeah. or, you know, re- second run theaters are like, oh, that's popular and. Every town has a bunch of guys in uniform. They'll come out like it's just it's it's never been in theaters more, yeah, <laughs> more frankly. Yeah. So, yeah, I just I really enjoyed it, and I got to you know Thomas came with and happily sat through it, and then passed out for Christine afterwards, which is probably a blessing. Well, so. yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, and and uh, so you you reached out to people wanting to know what their double feature was, and I saw that some people said. Uh, Jumanji 2 was kind of the prevailing, uh, I I think that was what they suggested was the double bill, um, and was also number two at the box office for the 4th of July. (laughs) Um, Weird, right? But, uh, uh, what were some of the other ones? Uh, Which may be an indicator that Sony didn't thump its chest, but may have a little bit of, have had a little bit of a plan. (laughs) Yeah, just to make sure that they ruled the box office. I mean, that, that, the Deadline article did make a point of saying, like, you know, Sony had the number one movie with uh, Spider-Man Far From Home uh, last 4th of July weekend. Are you putting stuff together? Like, am I babbling to you and you've just rocketed off on me here? Uh, No, I'm I'm still putting stuff together, yeah. Are you not? Yeah, what? No, I just barely got the, the... the, I got through the stress of getting the case open with everything <laughs> flying everywhere. Okay. So that is the most stress, especially with these. The good thing I will say is that they've actually put the you know the the part IDs on these because they're so similar. So like 11J, 11I, like it's actually printed yeah. on the piece, which is extremely helpful here. But extremely um, helpful. No, I'm trying to. I I've got the power steering pump finished, so I'm on step two, and I'm just struggling trying to get the. Trying to mount it onto the engine block here God, with you just you just blew you're like a regular Dustin Milne. You just blew <laughs> past see you later, Gator. Uh, <laughs> In a while, crocodile. There we go. I think do that's do, how that do, goes. Do, do. Um banana. Okay, uh, there like that. Oh, I see. So, uh, so yeah, so that's, that's pretty awesome. And the, uh, afterlife, we have now heard from a couple of people, the afterlife featurette, um, 
do not hold your breath. Don't keep sitting, uh, you know, refresh, uh, F five on, uh, YouTube. Um, it not will not out. be released online until closer to the, uh, to the movie launch. So, which makes um, sense. Uh, yeah. Again, it's, that's getting double, you know, getting double the value out of, uh, yeah. Stuff that you thought you were only going to have to use once. That's good value. <laughs> what a value. Um, I have to like pull away from the mic to try to figure this is like this is another one of those ones where I wish I just had something to clasp two pieces together while I screw them together. Um, you don't have a pair of uh, forceps you can use? Uh, I guess what kind of model builder are you? I know. A terrible one who's also trying to podcast at the exact same time. At so the same time. <laughs> you know, uh, chewing bubble gum and patting my head here. Um, uh, so year one, you got a chance to, to finish up that, that fourth issue? Yes, I did. And it was a nice wrap up. And good news, everybody. I think there's going to be more comics. No. <laughs> Uh, that was my biggest worry is not knowing, you know, what the future was holding for the IDW license here. You know, I was, I was kind of concerned that year one was going to give us a nice little, you know, uh, a wrapped up one shot four separate issues, you know, not necessarily leaving the door open. And boy, was I wrong. Um, no, as far as IDW is concerned, more coming. So the question that I have, and I think we can kind of talk about this without spoiling it too much, is sure. the the open-endedness of it. Obviously, this is the Egon Spengler um, issue, uh, which has a whole lot of fun, uh, you know, kind of diving into why he tried to dr- drill a hole in his head, you know, a little great, like, Spengler anecdotes. But the open-endedness of it seems to focus on Egon. And then the question now that I'm hearing you know, on GB fans and on social media is, is this setting up future IDW or is this setting up Ghostbusters Afterlife or both? Are we starting to see the two worlds colliding here? What, what, what is your take on it? Cause I, I kind of, when I read it, I thought, oh, this is just setting up the next, uh, whatever the next story of uh, IDW was going to be. But then as I started thinking about it, well, yeah, it might be able to kind of somehow dovetail into afterlife if this is a a Spangler legacy story somehow? Well, my take on it was, even though I know full well that neither Dan nor Eric paid attention to Ghostbusters or Proton Charging back in the day, I got a little thrill from the mention of, uh, what's his name? The uh, (laughs) uh, the Uh, trepanation advocate guy. uh, Hold on. I I marked it because that was one of the things that I wanted to talk about. That was actually one of the um, uh, HB uh, Hughes, Hughes, Hughes. Yeah, that was one of the first pro- early proton charts. When there wasn't much else to talk about on about Ghostbusters, I actually went, "Here's trepanation, <laughs> drilling a hole through your head." Had a th- it was a thing. Let me tell you all about it. <laughs> well, we actually talked about it here on the show because that was one of those things. I think it was in one of our commentaries where yeah. I, I pose the question, you're like, funny story. I put a, a paper up in, you know, 97, 98 about it. Uh, How does 11D... Oh, the screw will probably do it, I guess. All right, fine. Yeah, the screw's going to keep that, that, like... Fine. That axle in there. It's all very weird. Um, you know, I hadn't considered the merging of the, the worlds, but... Given that IDW has kind of a soft continuity, you know, worked from the 
two movies, the video game, and then, you know, as they added in the crossover worlds, the cartoon and right. all that sort of thing. They had the benefit of just being able to work from the first two movies as a basis, and now they've got, you know, there's there's a new one coming that they got to that they got to somehow mix in. Otherwise it is going to be just a little strange. So, I mean, on the one hand, it could very well be. I mean, that the perfect scenario for me would be sure. 100% IDW is the best way to give us that sort of bridge content, prequel content, uh, whatever to, to, you know, gloss over uh, 30 years of story here um, you know because we've got quite a bit of, of ground to cover before we get to Ghostbusters Afterlife and yeah. um, I mean if 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 indeed that is the what they're setting up I'm I'm all for it um, I, if, if it means more IDW comics in the first place I'm all for it because now that that said I mean they've already taken some liberties with the IDW universe to you know um, it Let's put it this way: They may be, maybe doing some crossover into the the new movie world and all that, but I don't think it's a hard continuity. Let's put it that way. No, no, they've already yeah. done so many. Let's <laughs> the crossover with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles alone kind of says it's it's its own thing, but they're now going to try to make it so that its timeline at least has some running parallel with wherever things go from here. So, um, wow, this, these things are tiny. <laughs> and this may only be the start of it. Um, yeah, I'm on, I'm on figure B of step two here. I'm just trying to get this, uh, this pressure hose, uh, mounted between the, power steering in the axle or in the engine block and it's just trying to get the i guess that's a gas cap or a radiator cap i don't know what the hell that is oh it's probably written down here i could read that um cylinder the push uh, the power steering pump 11 net where's 11 c c c c 11 c oh add the power steering pump cap okay so i guess that's where the power steering fluid goes in Feels like, he says, like he knows how the hell cars work. I, I do love that this, you know, the booklet makes you feel like you know exactly what you're doing. Like, oh, I, I totally know this is a pressure hose. No, it just looks like a weird J-shaped bar <laughs> that I'm trying to put between the... Um, you know, it kills me that, and I say this because I was listening to old um, uh, GBI Halloween Spooktaculars in loose prep for the coming season uh kind of kind of annoyed at us for not thinking to ask dan Aykroyd if um because uh that episode of saturday night live where he used the good night at the end to ask somebody for a uh a gas particular gas can for his harley <laughs> and it's always killed me that nobody bothered to just ask it how that work out for you? Did you, did you get that? Did yeah. Did you get that? Just like I said, it's a stupid thing that has no purpose. But um. I would imagine that that's one of those things that, like, because of Saturday Night Live being what it was at the, that point in time, like he was probably offered twenty of them on Sunday morning oh, just probably. by local New Yorkers. Uh, yeah, mind you, back in the day then too, if somebody said that, you just you just called like the NBC offices. Things you can't do, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, okay, you're a number two. Yep, I'm on two. I'm still on figure B. I'm still and trying to get this pressure hose connected. I'm on here. figure A. The two screws that go in. Oh, I should. I can actually see it right here. Is there nothing that? It's it's like those. It's the two that we left open ended from the last issue um, that are just kind of hanging loose there. Yeah, like so. One has the whatever that can thing is. It's it's bracket, but that makes it higher than the second one. Yeah, oh, and then the, the other second one has actually got that little. That yeah, they've I got like a little now. notch it. on it that helps it. I got. I said yeah. I got it. Yeah, jeez. I learned it from watching you. <laughs> learned it from watching you. Did you know, um, Joel? Um, Hodges, MST3K? Yeah, Joel uh, Hodgson. 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 Do you know he's uh, responsible for why at the... I don't know if they've done it in a while. I haven't watched it in ages, but uh, Saturday Night Live ends by saying most guests stay at. Because <laughs> no. originally it used to say guests of Saturday Night Live stay at. Uh, he was on the show and he had like a fake cartoony cardboard alarm clock bomb that props made for him for like that he asked for for one of his jokes yeah and he tore it up and left it in his hotel room and he got home back to wherever where the hell are they from ohio cleveland i can't remember uh, somewhere minnesota, in the middle minnesota i think minnesota right? that's yeah. the one forgive me uh minnesotans um that's eric burnham territory right there i believe I know. yeah oh he's so hopped up on coffee he has no idea what's going on <laughs> um yeah, his agent called and said, did you leave a bomb at the hotel? And he's like, oh, Lord, I guess. And it turns out like the bomb squad was called out and <laughs> they were, <laughs> he te- he talks about it on Dana Gould's podcast and he's like, uh, like the FBI called him and said, we'd like you to fly back to talk to us. And he's like, nope. <laughs> like, cause he's like, if uh, I go, mm-hmm. I'm just going to be stuck there. And like, he just literally said no. And they were like. Okay, when he just <laughs> and they in the end it just sort of went away. But the funny part was it earned him a spot back on Saturday Night Live a couple more times before he retired as a stand-up because the it got them so much news. That's funny. I but as a result he couldn't stay at that hotel because the hotel was like no. So yeah, at, at that second time back it it ended with guess most guests of Saturday Night Live stay at the whatever Hilton. I feel I feel so I, I I didn't even know that he performed on SNL for whatever reason. Oh, he sure so did, and you should see them. Yeah, like he I, was funny. He had one which was uh, so he had a like kind of a Foster Brooks thing, which was where he pretended he was kind of like half in the bag, and he was kind of a prop comic. And this was uh, like in the early 90s then probably or late 80s early late 90s. 80s okay um admittedly that is where check. my SNL knowledge kind of gets foggy just yeah. because you, you can't rewatch those episodes anywhere either well I guess no. you kind of can on the app now but 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 he had he had one where he's like okay my impression of the invisible man answering the phone and he'd lay down on the ground and they'd leave <laughs> the camera as if he was standing up and he'd go Bring, bring, and then he'd have a handset, a phone handset on a stick that he'd hold up in front of the camera. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> you can kind of see where MST3K grew out of. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. I love, that I one mean, makes me laugh every time. And it sounds like that kind of Michael O'Donohue, uh, you know, just ridiculousness. Yeah. Uh, oh, man, I'm into it. 
uh, super into it. Um, um, yeah, I'll have to seek those but, out. I had no idea. Yeah, bad news on the uh, uh, Alex uh, Newburn front there. Oh no! What 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 happened? Uh, they they racked their way through season seven oh. of oh, Fantasy God. Island. The and way that twenty twenty is going, my heart oh sorry stopped. Man, I should have put a. I should have put a disclaimer on that. I was that like, one. "Oh no, what happened with Alex now?" This Wait, is... did I say bad news or you said sad bad, news? You said bad news on the okay, Alex newborn front. Bad I... news is is fair game. If if because anything else that twenty twenty could bring, not bad, sad oh, or tragic. Lord, I have right. many other. I have a thesaurus right here, and I'm not afraid to use it. So if I say bad news, let's just well, I, relax. Let me just put it this way: I am so glad relax. to hear you followed it up by saying that they finished watching Fantasy Island. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Last episode of Fantasy Island, he flat out creates two human beings, <laughs> two women, who then immediately start macking out with the two the guys that like they were looking for their artistic muse. Yeah, that's oh, what it is. No. Wink. And they leave the island with them. These oh, guys no. paid whatever Fantasy Island uh, Mr. Rourke exorbitant fees was to show up on the island uh, and have him weird science a pair of models for them <laughs> and then they left and that's how the show ends that was that that's was the this, end that was the finale the of the end show of the season i'm gonna like be series. honest maybe it's time for it to end if that's the storyline that they're trying <laughs> to perpetuate there well remember early on it was kind of mysterious and and it was always kind of with a wonder of like, oh, how am I back in World War Two? You know, that sort of thing. Like, no, now people are just flat showing up and he's like, I'll take you back in time. Like, what? Oh no. My God. What the hell? The, the I mean, now the the Blumhouse, or, is it even Sony? Who's doing that, like the horror remake it of it? It is a Blumhouse. Is I don't know Blumhouse? who's yeah. who the, I don't know who the, Michael Pena. Michael Pena's always good. Yeah, I love Michael Pena, but now it makes sense because I was always like, "Oh, that was such a kitschy show. Why are they, you know, doing this genre shift on it?" But okay, that that answers my question. That answers if, your question right there. Because yeah, no, it was moly. pretty corny. Um, all right, so so the the bummer news of this is that the audio that we're looking for not in there then, right? Not is in that kind of. And then I immediately went back and started listening, and it's. Man, I got to tell you, it's like one of those audio optical, like, not op- audio optical illusions. You know, an audio optical illusion. Listen. A, an, you, an auditory illusion, if yeah. you will. Like, like, there aren't words for these things. I just said I had a thesaurus, and then I, like, I turned into, like, a word idiot. What are you, Kevin, hearing with your eyes? All right. Anyway. Uh, but uh, I went back and listened. Yeah, it could. I'm now leaning back to, it's like a, an old... Um, sci-fi B movie of some sort because yeah you listen to it one way and you're like oh it's flat out Ricardo Montalban and then you listen to it again and you know just sort of like the silhouette of the dancer spinning if you can kind of click your brain for a second it looks like it's spinning the other way right same thing audio wise you just sort of kind of go and you're like yeah man that could just kind of like sounds like him maybe it's not you yeah. go the other way you're like yeah I could hear it being somebody else too I don't know so I mean that that my gut would go towards something in the public domain now, but in eighty three, eighty four, you know, they weren't necessarily like they're just throwing in whatever background wall well, and noise they can find and see the thing is is that Fantasy Island made good sense because it was a Columbia TriStar right. television show, right? Like 
So it made sense that a Columbia uh, film being sound edited, probably the same facility, somebody might go, we need a thing here and we need a TV show sound here. And they just, yeah, I mean, that's, that's how 90% of the studios still work is like, well, what do we own that we're not going to have to pay for? Um, Right. So, and of course they're all sitting there going, and it's not like nerds are going to be trying to desperately (laughs) figure this out years later. Just use that. Uh, little did they know. So, little, little did they know, indeed. Uh, um, I goes which way? That way. Yeah, you know. This I, way. I, that way. I feel like that's one of those things that's just going to continue to bother us until the end of time. Um, well, I'm and, worried. I want an answer to that. <laughs> but yeah, we may, we may be hooped. Uh, careful. Yeah. How you um, go together? Well, I think? I guess you know to um, to actually convey some sad news, um, not Alex Newborn related. Uh, Peter Ackroyd yeah. passed away this past week. Um, Peter age, Ackroyd Senior. Yeah, yeah. Uh, age of ninety eight. I want to say is that right? Ninety eight. That's correct. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, still still sad regardless, uh, and. Um, for those of you who have read uh, History of Ghosts, uh, not not entirely unfamiliar with uh, with Peter. Um, the yeah, it would have been his granddad, I guess. That was um, the big the, spiritualist the, of the, the family. Seance, uh, yeah. And from uh, from all of his, how does this go? How does this? There we go. Um, he's the one that you know recorded all of it and he's an accomplished guy he was i was reading up on him as an engineer and all that he's a uh really one of those tiny screws fine (laughs) um yeah like worked his way up like major civil engineering projects and worked for the government and all this like yeah he uh he uh was Pretty amazing in his own right. And as, you know, kind of like a learned academic-y type guy, he kind of made good records of all the family spiritualist history and all that. And that's, you know, that's where Dan and Peter Jr. and all them kind of got hooked on it. Yeah. Uh, was yeah. he ever was he ever an actor as well or not really, right? He was more in academia, wasn't he? Uh, well, the funny part is, is it said he did some acting. Uh, and he looks a hell of a lot like when, as a young man, he looks a hell of a lot like Peter, uh, Peter Jr. Like Dan's brother. Yeah. Ah! Eek. Uh Oh, that didn't sound good. That sounded like transformer breaking (laughs) terribleness. Uh, hang on. No, it's another one of those things where it's like, I need three hands, not the (laughs) two I have. And again, not to be podcasting at the exact same time as you're doing this. Yeah. Well, at least that part's hands free. No, they're. Uh, it's trying to get the um, crankshaft pulley onto the thing. The thing of the, the thing. The thing of the thing with the thing and the man. <sighs> man. Um, so, like, hero collectors, like, uh, you know, give us an extra whatever it is. 20 bucks there's an extra subscription and it gets you to display cases like an extra hundred uh how do you work 
uh, an extra hundred <laughs> for a miniature, um, a miniature, um, God dang it. Miniature garage lift, right? Like I need, I need them like build your own miniaturized uh, engine hoist. So it can just sit there in front of you while you try so to. So that it's at a reasonable level at a reasonable while I'm trying le- to do yeah. all of this. Yeah. Do it to scale. Little tiny, um, cute little tiny chain. Well, um, how? No, I have it right. That's the right screw. But it's like I try to I try to put it up there like it sticks together the three pieces. I'm like, no, I put it on the thing and it's like it's like a baby ring toss thing. Like they just all flop all over the place. Yeah. I, I ended up I just kind of propped it up on my monitor here. It was kind of you remember when you tried to do the uh the coffee cup method? Uh I propped it up against my monitor and then I was able to like precariously Yeah, but how did the like for me they uh, is the collar supposed to push over the the metal more like i don't understand uh i don't i don't think so have i got the pieces together wrong no which which one are you on i'm on step three okay oh Uh. yeah it just kind of you put the it's, it's all right ikea syndrome Oh. I jumped a step and went, this is right. Why isn't it working? Oh, I missed a step. That's fine. <laughs> I was going to say. A. Step three, figure A. I didn't put that collar, oh, which is why yeah, I did not. You put, you put that on there, and then you're, you're good to go. Yeah, there you go. There we go. That that's makes the ticket. Sense. There we That's the. Uh, oh, me and my wife, Morgan Fairchild. Um, I, <laughs> I would like to say uh, I hate the blue hoses already. You're already yes. up to them? I'm at the blue hoses. Uh, so yeah, just a you know sad condol. It's not sad. The man did so much. Uh, lived, Made it lived to ninety eight. Um, and their uh, uh, family chock full of you know interesting and talented and accomplished kids and grandkids. It's like eh, sad to you know see anybody go, but and yeah. sad for you know Dan and his brothers and you know the grandkids because you know they don't want him gone. But I mean, I feel at the like same it's, time, yeah, it's like. He, him and his dad did the book. Like at the end of the yeah. day, one of the you know one of the last things he worked on was him and Dan made a record for everybody to access of the family. St- that's that's not bad. Yeah. Oh, I mean, a hundred percent. It's they now have that that lasting record of of you know their family legacy and, and yeah. history and. You know, that's uh, I, my grandma really got into genealogy uh, in her later years, and I'm so glad that she did because there was so much that was uncovered and she put on yeah. on record. Um, but well, but you're right, it's, it's like is... with with like Carl Reiner passing away. I am incredibly sad about Carl Reiner passing away, but at the same time, again, lived a full life and um, you know was. Yeah. A sp- a spry and and uh, and still fighting uh, <laughs> online uh, two days prior to, to days passing away. Fighting online. Uh, the last dinner he had, which, if I understand correctly, uh, he always has dinner with uh, Mel Brooks. Yeah. So he yeah. probably had dinner with his what is it sixty plus year lifelong friend. Yeah. Um. He was. He had a hot dog named after him. <laughs> from pinks or whatever it's yeah. like yeah not many of us get to say that so i vaguely remember that from conan o'brien's show when he went and he had dinner with the two of them and they sit on their 
lazy boys with their TV trays and, yeah, and they do, um, they eat like junk food and Seinfeld, Conan Seinfeld like, did the same thing. Comedians yeah. and cars getting coffee went and hung out with them and yeah, they get together and watch movies and eat junk uh, food. And like, eat pizza. Like, yeah. It's, um, but again, that I, seems like the secret to longevity right there, so I'm not going to knock it. I'm well, I totally figure, into it. I guess if you make it to like 90, who's going to tell you what to eat? Like, <laughs> um, oh, God. So yeah. Although the, the one sad part was I hadn't gotten around to watching his documentary. Yeah. Uh, if uh, Check the obits. If you're not in it, have breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and I was kind of like, this was a clever uh, documentary about nonagenarians um, living their lives to the fullest sort of thing. Now it's unfortunately, <laughs> it's, we read yeah. the obits. He was and, in it. Well, I mean, I've I've read his bio, I Remember Me. I, I haven't read his follow-up yet. Uh, I Just Remembered, which is another title that yeah. just, he came up with the greatest titles for his book. That's the but, other thing is being... Uh, Old enough that you get to write multiple multiple memoirs. Well, memoirs. And, and having done enough with your life too that that's the case. Um, yeah. Well, the best part was I actually because Thomas kind of heard about it. I don't know where like kids in their access to information now. It's just kind of strange. And he um, another stupid flywheel. Okay, fine, pulley wheel. Um, he was kind of curious about him and all that and. So I called it up on YouTube and we listened to the 2000 year old man and Oh, 2000 year old man is wonderful. Yeah. That's like that. that that's was, one of those ones that I'll just turn on to listen to in the background. Uh, when yeah. I'm, when I'm either stressed and, you know, working late or, you know, yeah. it's, it's like putting on episodes of cheers. It's just like my white noise that just helps me, uh, Same with, find uh, a Zen. Yeah. Like Bob Newhart's old comedy albums. Yes. And all that. Yeah. Those ones um, are good to to listen to. <laughs> this one's so intimidating. It's like, hi, you got lots of hoses and a couple of pieces and two screws. It's all hoses. <laughs> well, and I would also like get to get ready. Out, One maybe, of the hoses is a leftover. It's a did, backup. Did this happen to you too, or, or does Eagle Moss just know that I don't I'm a follow huge them. dope? I don't know. Uh, they Wait, they gave me they gave me two. Uh, I got double of number twelve. Like I've I've got no, two I'd... stage twelves here. Like maybe they knew that I was gonna screw something up and Oh, I don't know. Are you missing number thirteen? That could be probably I've got thirteen. Yeah, I'm good, but I don't know. Maybe they you knew say that, but uh let's see. I mean yeah, I I I'm good on thirteen. I don't know otherwise. Um starting to feel like Jack Torrance, but that's beside the point. Hey, um, uh, congrats on your book, man, by the way. Hey, thank you. It's uh that's one that's been Percolating for a while. Yeah, it's been. Um, we'll shout out to everybody what it is so they can go pick it uh, up. So this the, cra- yeah, the Wakanda Files is the name of the book that you're talking yeah. about. Um, yeah. Coming out from uh, Quardo's um, uh, Epic Inc., which is the same company that does the the Jedi Code, and, or I'm sorry, the Bounty Hunter Code, and uh, 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 the Rebel Files, and all of those sort of in world uh, books. Uh, for Star Wars, um, and it's it's a it's a Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, book, a tech te- another technical manual. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I feel like I'm starting to find my niche here. Um, but it's uh, uh, been a great day for me for friends with books. You, uh, my friend Sarah's third book in a trilogy she's been working on. Is she the same one who's doing the audio drama for uh, Star Wars right now? 
No. Mm, no. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Doing the Doctor Afra. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So her. I didn't realize it, and I I don't mean any offense if this is not the case, but I found out that there's a thing called uh, Cape Punk, which is basically uh, if normalized superhero stories. So I guess she's kind of doing like a a, a Cape Punk uh, trilogy that she just rounded out, and then Mr. Ernie Klein is uh, Ready Player Two got announced today. Oh as well. yeah, that that was just today. Um, so everybody stop writing, oh, but let me get no. one done before you make another one, everybody. Nikes. What'd you do? I am currently undoing the blue hoses, uh, because so, so forewarning, uh, when you get to it, uh, I did, grabbed the hundred millimeter cable and did the 90 millimeter cable instructions. And then I grabbed the 90 millimeter cable and started doing the 80 millimeter instructions and and I and admittedly I was like, this cable this seems so long. Why is this so long? So long. So I'm we undoing the tweezers. My work right there now. it is. Tweezers. Uh, yeah, the tweezers are a godsend here. So you like, have to save the hundred millimeter cable and I didn't. If do I that. had tweezers. And then my brain said, You have tweezers. You just haven't used them in You just haven't forever. Alright. So I'm going back to ba, ba, ba. square one here. Um, so yeah, so so uh, Wakanda Files coming out in September. Um, if you're a Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, fan, pick pick it up. It's it's fun. It it does now cover through. Uh, <laughs> it's it kind of covers through uh, Avengers Endgame. Like that's what kind of the holdup was. Is you know Marvel is uh, notoriously secretive, and uh, even though we were working with Marvel uh, Studios on it, uh, they did not want to divulge what happened in the last two or three movies. So. <laughs> We were kind of kind of rewriting things on the fly, but it's okay. All worked out in the end. Yeah, it all worked out in the end, and so and now the book comes out in September and covers as much ground as humanly possible. And we, we were able to work in some time travely, wibbly wobbly stuff, uh, quantum theory, you know, because of uh, uh, Infinity War, and so this is going to be great. So you're out in September. Uh, the latest uh, Charles Strauss laundry. Files book is out in October, uh, and then Ernie's out in November. I think we got your fall winter reading uh, covered there. Yeah, well, if I just hold off, my Christmas uh, break reading is good to go. Yeah, because I never get to anything in a timely fashion anymore. Who am I kidding? I am so. I want to read. You know, Jim Carrey's new memoir just came out, and I'm dying to dive into that. But I'm still finishing up two other books and. It, it's a lot like, you know, uh, video games with me. Like, if I start too many video games, then it just becomes a jumbled mess in my brain, and I can't follow yeah. the plot anymore. Um, um, okay, so 90. step three. And then this is the 80, then. How? They say, like, 90 millimeter cable, uh, one, like, 12i, but where? There's uh, no 12i. So there's only, so the way that I worked, now, now ha- having the, having made the mistake there's only one 100 meter cable so if you start the longest one is going to be step four so you can work down from that so you've got your 90 millimeter in the uh you know the the space below it and then the slot below that is is the the 80 millimeter but what's killing me okay this will be very canadian you can all have a laugh and if you're really nice i'll say about later (laughs) <laughs> um, 
I am reaching for my ruler. Guess what? You guys are stuck, but I was gonna all say, mine yeah, will do millimeters. Yeah. So I don't have that luxury. So abs- I had to go unscientific with it. Well, this one's like 145 millimeters. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. It is kind of difficult to snake it through because you've got to, like, you connect it to the spark plug, then you've got to snake it through this uh, like junction. You snake it, and then it's got to go onto the distributor cap, and it is okay. So this blue one quite difficult. It's just a little over a hundred. Yeah, I think it's just the, just the blue ones. I think we're just dealing with the blue wires. Okay, so that's a right hundred. Yeah. And then under okay, so the next down is I'm betting this must be a ninety millimeter. Yeah, so I think you got your hundred, your ninety. I just did an eighty, and then I got to do these yeah, two seventies. Okay. There you go, everybody. If you haven't started yet. <laughs> Find yourself a ruler. It'll be a little handier. Uh, don't don't do as Troy did and just do start not. like, oh, that looks like it's probably That's right. Be, do uh, not like Troy. No. Do like Chris. Yeah. Do like the Canadian. Do like the Canadian. Somebody uh, out there, I can't remember who it is, and forgive me, but they said they wanted to see you and I fight. And they, oh. they had money on you being the Canadian. I have they not seen us side by side? I'm not sure. <laughs> It's a Canadian thing, to be honest. <laughs> like, let's be honest. You are 100% healthier than I am, but uh, there's a small, there's a small size difference going on. You're that, a little uh, bigger than I am. I think you could, <laughs> you could destroy me. I think they were correct. I mean, a part of my pride was like, I could take him. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Canuck smash. <laughs> um. That's a weird thing for somebody to want. It really to, was. By the way. Well, I, I solicited saying. people to ask what they wanted to see on our YouTube page, and that was the. I want to see you guys fight. I mean, all right. Weird. <laughs> yeah, all right. So, where does that first figure a 90 millimeter plug into? It plugs onto. So, there's that hook that's right there, kind of underneath. Yeah, it goes through there. Oh, so it is one of these spark plug caps okay yeah so you, you plug it into the spark plug then you run it through the you like know, on figure one, c two, three, four. not quite as clear and i'm like is that supposed to be yeah that... like f- figure oh, c wow. is basically where you get to after you've done all all four of these so here. what i'm hearing you say is don't bother hooking up to anything just thread them through that's good enough uh, nobody's gonna look nobody's under the gonna hood notice anyway. yeah it's uh, just you god I mean, okay, I'm, go- I'm going back to that thing that I did last time we had hoses, which is I'm going to push the end of the um, one of the tweezer uh, splines in there to stretch it out a little bit. Uh, yeah, that that totally helps, and then makes it easier too. And then I I was feeding it through the junction so that at least it was there, and then connecting it into the distributor cap and the the spark plugs too, just to like ecto junction. What's your function? Give yourself a little bit of leverage there. String and blue hoses through. Don't know where they're going. Stupid blue hoses. Um. Uh, we haven't talked about the. Uh, uh, Nor on the shall merch. we. Wait, what are you talking and about? And we never did. Uh, on the merch front, uh, the the latest in the Hasbro crossovers, which I know got a very 
polarizing reaction <laughs> because of what it is. Uh, yeah, because their crossover thing that they like is cool, and the I, other thing is not. It's like whatever. The craziest thing to me is the 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 DeLorean, uh, you know, the Transformers uh, Back to the Future uh, crossover that they did, kind of like Ectotron, is causing some serious drama and some serious waves. Um, mainly because it's a Walmart uh, uh, exclusive, so that's part of the problem. But um, okay, but one, yeah. one one thing before we keep going here. So I got the first one done. Yeah, first one. So the next ones are they each a step down in size? Or are they uh, no, so so the first one is a ninety millimeter. You feed that one from point A to point B. Then yeah. the next one, the next closest one from left to right, is an an eighty millimeter cable, right? Right. And then the next two remaining are two 70 are seventy. Millimeter. There it is. Yeah. Sorry. So you kind of you it's step down English. as you go. I could read it, but it's more fun. <laughs> That's not good radio. Chris mumbling. No. Chris quietly mouth, mouthing words man. as he reads. Um, really, I didn't. I saw the. Back to the Future DeLorean Transformer, and I thought you'd get a kick out of it, but I didn't really follow it, so I didn't realize I, it was drama. Well, I I, th- I thought that it was Mind fun. Mind you, what nerd stuff doesn't have drama? Well, anymore. always at this point, yeah. But, I mean, I thought it was fun. I, you know, kind of like Ectotron, I was like, I don't really collect Transformers. I, but it in might this be case, something, but, but yeah. this is pretty cool. And then I started looking into it, and it sold out, and... Uh, had immediately gone up onto eBay for like three, four hundred dollars. Uh, you know, just b- scalpers price gouging it as fast as they possibly could. Um, and I, I don't know. And of course, now because it's Walmart, everybody's talking about the you know pre order woes that uh, Walmart has had. So all of these people that are putting their faith in now scalping their pre order, uh, are probably going to get hosed uh, twice. Um, I don't know. It's just so again, but and 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 in the scheme of things, with all of the problems that we have in the world at the moment, it's just kind of like, all right, I'm I'm I don't need to dive into this. I'm fine. I don't need that. No. Um, then right around the corner comes the My Little Pony Ghostbusters uh, crossover. Uh, is it plas- plasma plasm? I've, it it was like another play on uh, ectoplasm, if I remember yeah. correctly. Or was Plas- it proton? Maybe it's proton. No, it's not proton. It's plasmina. Or I plasmina, don't know. I didn't. Yeah. Um, Again, didn't pay much attention because. Mm, yeah, it, and yeah, not it's my thing. Not my, don't not care my that thing. Much. And again, you don't have to buy, like. There is that sort of misnomer, like, well, if it's Ghostbuster stuff, we should uh, support it, and that's absolutely true. Yeah, but supporting doesn't necessarily mean buy. For uh, love but, of God. Yeah, you don't have to buy everything. I don't have the money to buy everything, so, you know. No, I mean, unless you are a, a completionist or you're, you know, gunning for that Guinness Book of World <laughs> Guinness Records. Guinness Book of World Records, yeah. Uh, you know, you don't have to buy everything. But so at any rate, so, you know, this comes out. Uh, funny story, uh, my daughter saw it and was like, can I have that? It's <laughs> like, okay, fine. Well, I guess you can, sure. I will not stop you. Um but uh, does she know yeah. what My Little Pony is? Like she does. The yeah. She, yeah, she watches the Friendship is Magic show, which um, <laughs> I I am a terrible parent, man. I let her watch everything. We were watching Ghostbusters two actually right before this. Uh, you know, <laughs> she, she watches everything. I don't know if that's good or bad. What have I done to my daughter? Stay tuned. There's been a couple times where Thomas has ended up watching Elementary with me, which part of my brain went. Is this a problem? This is probably not a problem. Oh my God, this person's been cut in half. I'm like, don't show them. Oh, they showed it. And then Thomas is like, man, who did that guy kill her? It's like, no, he's the poor construction worker that found her. 
And it's like, oh, otherwise well, and, they just arrest him. I'm like, yeah, that's okay. And and things Go too to that that never used to affect her have started affecting her. Um, you know, because now she, I think she's got a, a better knowledge of yeah things, and f- fear has been instilled upon her and whatever. But so yep. you know, like in 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 the second film. Um, now you know uh, Oscar having Vigo's face transposed over top like that. That she starts shaking and she oh, gets yeah. all you know intense about that. I'm like, oh, well, I didn't even think about that. All right, let's skip over this part. Um, yeah, I was a bad but, uncle because some friends were like, "Is it okay to let so and so, who's I don't know, she was nine or ten, see uh, uh, Hellboy?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, it's right. It's so and so. It's not really." <laughs> It's not super scary, and it's not super. Fine. And then it gets to that one Nazi with the, you know, the dust for blood and all that, and right. the, the TikTok heart. <laughs> the next day, they were like, "You idiot!" I was like, "What?" And they, turns out, kids are really freaked out by that sort of thing. Uh, so, I did not know. Yeah, I mean, the things you don't realize until you have kids, but it's very hard to hold on to what it was like when you were a kid for some of these things. Because I remember like watching like, well, The Shining scared the hell out of me, but. You know, Halloween and stuff, and yeah, scary, spooky, and all that. But I'm fine. I've only murdered three people. Um, so yeah. Okay, so that's yeah. oh, and that stupid dipstick thing. Where did you come from? <laughs> Not digging up the books to find out where the hell you came from. Through there, is that what you are? Yes, that thing there. Probably, maybe. Ah, uh, this is. This is an exercise in patience, that is for sure. Absolutely. How did you even fall? Oh, you fell out the other way. That's how. Design flaw. Yeah, um, it's, it's yeah. rough there. But yeah, so anyway, so I mean, if you're not into the My Little Pony thing, it's fine. If you weren't into the Transformers thing, it's totally fine it's too. Totally fine. There's well, and the other thing is, and I think this is a very good time for a lot of people to learn this lesson. Just because you can have an opinion and just because you may have an opinion doesn't mean you have to share the opinion. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's a few things where it's like, it's just not, not worth it. It's not like, who? let's be frank, who cares? Yeah. Uh, who, who cares? And, let, and again, it's let just. Let people it's, like things. Well, and it's Hasbro f- flexing their intellectual property muscles, oh, you know? absolutely. Uh, get ready for a. Uh, uh, Mr. Potato Head Ghostbuster, I'm sure. You know, all of their go-to... Um, well, we already had a... That third-party company did. did yeah. uh, but maybe Slimer a more official Stapos. one or, a, you know... Um, maybe. So, you know, it's 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 fine. And I know, again, it's like... We have we have this embarrassment of riches now where it's like, well, I'm not going to get the, the Plasma series, but I'm gonna get, I'll get the retro real Ghostbusters figures and I'll get some of the Afterlife figures. I'll probably pass on the My Little Pony figure. Um, who, what is this? I, part of me is just like, thank God we're getting all of this stuff to be able to choose and pick what you want to do. And, um, yeah, it's, it's such a weird... I can't. I can't think and thread hoses at the same time. No, this is what I'm learning here. Super problematic. Whew. Okay. There we go. Make this work. We can make this work. What the hell are you two? <laughs> How many seventy millimeter pieces am I supposed to have? 
Um, here I'm, I'm out of, I'm out of points of entry on my distributor cap here to plug stuff into. What did I do wrong? Did I miss a plug? I did all the way in the back. Oh, you. Yeah. Touch a 90. I did. Uh, that one feed it through. Blah, 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 blah. Next is an 80. Did that. And remaining two take 70 millimeter cables. Did I do, were you two 80s? Cause that's going to suck if that's the case. I think that's well, what I did. Well, just stop down and I'll send you some of the extra hoses that they sent to me because <laughs> they knew that I was going to be a calamity. Holy calamity. Screaming, Sandy. Yeah, you, wow, you're close to 90 on your own. What the hell? Are you, <sighs> man. I'm not going to lie. I think I'm going to fudge this. Like you were saying, I don't think anybody's ever going to see that this doesn't touch the distributor cap where it's supposed to go. <laughs> <laughs> Because I don't want to undo all of these because I missed one in the very back. That sounds like not fun. I wonder if I can actually just plug this one into the one that I missed. Which also sounds like not fun, but is probably more realistic. I mean, it's tiny fantasy. Uh, timing will be off, but, uh, you know, other than that, <laughs> you do what you want. Well, I mean, these, these 59 caddies just break down all the time anyway, so if I leave the hose undone, it's just something for the next mechanic to fix. They just... Yeah. Uh, you know how when you're uh, you know cutting a piece, you leave one note for the uh, client to give just because you want that to be the note that, that you want them to give and not pay attention to anything else? Uh, that's what I'm going to do. I heard some hand-wringing about the afterlife bit where the shot of um, Jason in the garage the barn with the dusty ecto yeah and it triggered a whole bunch of stuff with some people that like in my head i'm just like yeah that's the barn scene where they find it like that makes sense but other people were saying they have this fear that based on some rumors and some vague toy release news and all that that the this might be the swan song for the ecto in the series uh oh. Um, Which I had not considered. I but what reminded me was when you said either. it breaks down all the time. It's kind of like, yeah. And for the most part, they use they only got the the one really that they use for promotional stuff for the original movies and all that. Like, does it make sense to give it its its last hurrah and then? Um, I, oof, I don't know. To, do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it doesn't make sense for that because being that now they've kind of like the Ecto has become the millennium Falcon of the, you know, here's, yeah. here's the kids in the, the Ecto. Um, I don't know. I mean, I would, I would hate to see that, but at the same time, the other question that I see a lot of people is, you know, is this, is this the Ec the only Ecto? Are there multiple Ectos? Is this, you know, some sort of, Ecto one, Ecto one A, Ecto whatever we call this one yeah. B now. Well, uh, remember we know, or? we know from production that they did find some other fifty nines and close enoughs. So I mean that can't be a consideration that they're worried about that they won't have a, enough uh, to shoot with, right? Oh that yeah, oh no, no. I, I mean, in the real world, yeah. Because that's is... the only reason I could think of for them to to swan song the ecto was 
maintaining it as part of each movie was getting to be a problem. But I, you'd imagine that in this day and age, that is the least of the. Um, no, yeah, I I doubt that they would. I doubt costs. that they would. You know, dis- destroy the. Uh, you know, destroy the ecto in the actual narrative of the story just because they can't find ectos. They can't find 59 Miller Meteors anymore, which is true, but... Um, I totally need a pair of those crafting goggles with the lights on the either side. Because I, I see this? the problem you had. There's a plug right in the back that you just can't see because it's under the canopy yeah. of the, uh, the air filter and other parts of the engine that I know, as I am a man, and understand these oh, things. M. Did I totally screw up this... So the very last 70 millimeter pipe, this, it just sits in it, it just dangles there, but mine is a lot, like this 70 millimeter is a lot longer than the one in the illustration here. I will tell people right now, when you get to this bit and you're trying to adjust the, um, the spark plug heads around, I'm telling you right now, flip your tweezers around to the big flat end at the the back and use it to reach in and give them a little... It's excellent for both pushing them down after you twist them and for twisting them around. Don't use the little fiddly end bits to try and... Oh, what did I do wrong here? Everything! Story of my life. This is not 70 millimeters. This is... No... Is it close enough? What the heck? I guess this, this, yeah, this, this one hose that just sort of hangs off the front, it looks, I mean, it looks very short in the diagram, but it's actually very long when it just hangs down there. But I guess that's the way it's supposed well, to be. These instructions the visual bits they put together are all computer generated so they're perfect <laughs> they're tucked in nice they're the exact length they need to be i don't even think these things are are measured like i don't i think they just went in in a perfect world it would tuck up like this and then tuck around like that and tuck yeah. there and we're done whereas we have an actual length that we're trying to and it's yeah it's sticking out all over the place and yeah well and then the other thing too now that i'm fig- so once you get to step five here you need two 70 millimeter. Uh, it's, it ends up being, there's one, I guess there's one black 70 millimeter cable yep. and then a blue one that then attached to this, the starter, I What's guess. What's the hundred for? I just realized I have a hundred blue hundred sitting here and I don't know what it was for. The blue hundred is the one that I put on that very far end when you flip the engine to the other side for step uh, for step four. Okay, so I haven't gotten to it yet. Never mind then. Yeah, that that's what I did. I mean, I, I don't know that that's necessarily right now as I'm sitting here like, I guess this is right. Close enough. Close enough. I guess as long as these wires are connected to something. Yeah, or a gooseneck lamp maybe that you could stretch around is handy in this situation <laughs> well my basement light wasn't doing it so i have a led ring light for like zooming for and all zoom that. calls yeah 
and that helped with the overhead being able to see everything. And now I'm trying to do spark plugs under the, like the recesses. And it's like, I can't see. Welcome to, to the year of hell on the hero collector. One build. Uh, the hero uh, collector's got a couple of things coming out. Not just the car that we're working on. Uh, truth. Yeah. What's the, so the, we talked about the inside story book. Um, the inside story book, but I'm thinking of a week or two ago, they offered up a Sedgwick hotel, uh, Slimer with the uh, food trolley. Yeah. A little, little statuette. Uh, so that's, are you going to reach? Oh, for the love of God, I hope you reach. Um, is was yeah, that supposed like, to be their San Diego, no. their Comic-Con exclusive? Oh, okay. That's 20 bucks, and that they just put that out there. Their exclusive they announced today, $10, a gold enamel uh, Ghostbusters um, logo pin. Uh, exclusive to... It's, a, it's their San Diego Comic-Con... <laughs> The Sandy, the Comic Con that never was, that never was, yeah. So uh, everybody's presumably got, purchasing online some way somehow, but yeah. everybody, well, it is. Uh, you go to their website uh, tomorrow for buying. Like it just goes on sale tomorrow. Oh. Uh, actually, it'll be four it'll or five be days. Our timing—it's not our fault with the timing because the, they yeah. they announced it today as of our recording, but um, it'll be three or four days behind the release. So. Uh. Of the episode, sorry, gang, but uh, it's, it's a pin. How many can there, I'm sure there's lots of, them. but uh, yeah, fancy. If you want to be like a crypto nerd, pin it to your uh, fancy lawyer suit. Or I'm, I'm talking to specific people in the fandom now, Ron. <laughs> uh, yes. We're looking at you, Daniels. <laughs> this is this is for you. Yeah. This one's these cufflinks are for you. Um they need a commercial. Are you tired of wearing an American flag everywhere? <laughs> um nabbit. Okay, so now I got What? How is this going to work? I still got uh, one no. more to go on this thing. And they say use a 70, but then I need two 70s down. Push one and seven. Is this right? Yeah, I think you're at the step this where is, I was. Like the two 70s that you need to kind of connect those two, the the starter. On step um, five, right? Yeah. So so those end up being, there's one blue one and one black one. That's just that's, how that's it's. The only, that's the only thing I can think of, but you'd think that'd be a real handy thing to. That they would call that Mention. out. Or, yeah. I mean, I guess it would make sense uh, being a starter one is probably like an, uh, an electrical uh, wire. Or if well, where's the hundred go? Because that's the other thing. I'm looking at figure B. Well, that that comes in. That's another 70 millimeter. I need three more. I, I, and I only got the, two left. I got three left. I think in step left. six, there's this 12L. Which I think is the next hundred millimeter. Because it's got a snake all the way around... Yeah, so the, am I sh- short one then? Like, this is a problem. Like, sure? I haven't I haven't got an eighth to the distributor uh, thingy yet. Huh. Um, figure B, I'm betting that's where the black one is supposed to go. That's a 70 millimeter, so that makes sense that that one would go there. Then step five, it's two more 70 millimeters, but 
I only have one or like this is yeah these these hoses are these are no joke everybody the well, blue, no, the blue hoses not... are no joke no okay hold on hold on hold because on. step Holding. six yeah is a hundred but that's there's a black there's a super long one that's not even that's the 14 centimeter one I was talking about and that's that's 12l I think that's the one you say for the very last yeah. Year. The black, so, the the super long black one, I think is twelve L, which is in step six. So I guess I use. Uh, this is vaguely nightmarish. So I guess I can just run this hundred, maybe. Like if everything shuffles down, a hundred seventy. Yeah, I mean ninety, and then the hundred will run through there again. This is just having enough number as long as something hooks as long to as you something, have something i yeah, exactly. think i'm gonna have to because as we said they it looks goofy like they're not as nicely tucked as they are in the the illustration because well, the illustration gets to man. cheat then my other me? worry here is that 12l is another one that just kind of like hangs for the next step oh god right they run through the wrong yeah, I think I literally am back where you are. I'm just sort of like, I'm just going to tuck it through there and I cares. yeah, that that one that I missed on the the distributor cap is like I just tucked it I kind of tucked it in and it looks like it's I connected. Am, yeah. Well, this one will be connected, but it'll be out at the front rather than at the back where it should be cuz yeah. I slid down the other ones. That one in the far back, it it sounds like you missed the same one that I did. Same the one, one that's like Oh no facing directly backward. I didn't miss it. It's just I hooked up a hose that I think it should have been the second hose hooked up, not the first one. Hence all the confusion I've been having here with hoses and lengths to, but whatever. 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 It's my ecto. I'll do what I want. <laughs> it's my ecto and I'll I don't cry care if, if I it want misfires. To. Cry if I want to. Cry if I want to. All right. So here's here's the question that I'm going to pose to you, Chris. As we sure. uh, round, uh, you know, our we've we've passed an hour here. We do have, we want to oh do stage God. 13 because it's the chassis and it looks like it's fairly Ooh, simple. Yes. Just so that we have the frame done and we got something substantial. Well, I'm now on step. F- no, shoot. I got one more thing to do on step four, step five. Four. And okay. I'm almost there. Talk talk to me. All right, I'll, I will I'll do some focus. chatting. I'm going to all hold off and, and moving you on. You get your pieces um, prepped and then we'll move on together. Yeah. To- yeah. Because the, the other thing that I wanted to bring up was uh, the void, um, which yeah, will give me a second here to. I haven't heard. It. This is perfect because you're going to have to fill me in on it. So, I don't know so if- here's here's my understanding of it. And, and I apologize because this is like third hand news now at this point. Um, but so uh, downtown Disneyland and of course uh, the equivalent out in uh, Disney World in Florida both have void uh, locations which if you're not familiar the void is the virtual reality experience that did a Ghostbusters dimension um, uh, like interactive game that started at uh, Madame Tussauds out in in, uh, New York City and then uh, eventually branched out to all of their other locations and is awesome like if you ever have the chance to do it it is fantastic and so much fun um, but so they had those two locations at Disneyland, which were predominantly Disney IP. I think it was when I, when I did it, it was like a rogue one. And I can't remember if it was called like uh, secrets of the empire or something to that effect. But so you, you basically disguise yourself as a stormtrooper and you're running around, uh, firing at stormtroopers and it's, it's a lot of fun. 
Um, and then they were also working on a Avengers one that was supposed to be, you know, at some point this fall, uh, supposed to be installed. Um, so anyway, long way around to, uh, get to the point of downtown Disney is reopening because of, you know, the pandemic, it's been closed down except for the void locations, which, uh, somebody on a Walt Disney world news website found that they had a eviction notice posted on their uh, front door. Uh, and right next to the eviction notice was a notice of cease and desist, uh, to stop using Disney intellectual property. Mm. Um, so not only are they being kicked out of their location, but they're being told for whatever reason, whatever they did to violate their license, um, they can no longer use Star Wars or Avengers. They had a Wreck-It Ralph uh, installation at one point. Can't use that anymore either. So w- what they did, what happened, I have no idea. I've been trying to find out. I've been trying Isn't to dig. Disney like a major shareholder? They Well, yeah. So Disney put them in their like incubator program. They they invested in the void. We, we talked about it on the show, I don't know, like two years ago at this point. Um, so... So that's the other kind of eyebrow raising thing is whatever went sour went really, really sour. Like it went south and it went south really fast. Um, So I I don't, I don't know. The only reason I bring it up is because there had been talk that the Ghostbusters dimension um, uh, experience was going to be coming back around the time uh, that Afterlife uh, was released because when... Fan Fest happened. Everybody got their tickets. They could go do it in the Santa Monica location. And yeah. and there was talk at that point like, hey, if you didn't get a chance to do it, you know, at some point we're going to be bringing it back. Um, so I, I don't know what this means for the company as a whole. Like, is it just that their relationship with Disney has gone sour, but they're still going to continue operating? Or is this something that's pandemic related and they're not paying their bills or no idea. So if, if anybody out there knows, if you've been able to figure it out, please let us know. I actually, I reached out to the void because I have admired them and I haven't heard back from them uh, either. So, um, I'd be curious. I have no idea. I, I, I hate when stuff like this happens. It's, I don't want the gossip for gossip's sake. I just would love to know what happened. Cause I, I really respected this company and I thought they were doing really well. Um, so somebody in, in some of the more snarkier, uh, research that I found, you know, some people were saying that, you know, they've been working on their, I think it's called Evermore or Everlast or something like that, which is their all virtual, uh, fantasy, uh, theme park. And some, some people are saying that maybe they put a little too much money into that and they weren't watching their, their finances. Uh, but I, I don't know, man, that's. It's really sad. I'm glad I got to do the Star Wars one, and I'm glad I got to do uh, uh, Dimension. Yeah, but I missed Dimension. I I couldn't do that. Handed my pass off to somebody else. Not everybody that went to a fan fest got it as part of their things. So. Um. Well, I don't even know that I. Oh, you know what? It was attached to our tickets. I was gonna say I don't even know if yeah. I got my like uh, certificate to go do it in the first place, but. Um, no, you just sort of went and your name was there or something. Yeah. I don't remember now. Um, uh, sorry for the noise. I am opening up step 13 here. Chips. That's what you're... What? I'm, I'm munchy. What can I say? Building models. These pretzels make me thirsty. All right, let's see. Okay, get in there. I got a couple of pieces that are just 
hanging outside here. There we go. All right, I won't start 13 until you get to 13. I'm almost there. You can do it. It, I, it looks like 13 is going to take us like 10 seconds and then we can close things out here. But Wow, that is hefty. I mean, as it should be, being, you know, the chassis of the car. Yeah, right? This is going to have to this hold this whole monstrosity. Yeah, well, it means stuff that's been floating around is now going to start getting mounted into place. Yeah, I've seen I've seen several people that, you know, they take the, the bonnet of the car and, and kind of just you know, perch it on top of this. We're, we're not to the step where you can uh, actually, you know, mount it all together, but is it this, starts um, looking like something here. Is this, um, does it come with packs in the back? I don't think it does, does it? Uh, I've seen people assembling packs, but I don't know if that is part of one of the incentives. I think maybe we get, we, we get one pack with a, well, a basic. May maybe the figures. Because you 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 at San Diego or Toy Fair or something last year, you could buy the four guys. Well, but I think I thought they came with their packs on them already. Uh, yeah, but I do I do think that w at least one pack it goes on the gurney uh, in this. I feel at least like, one hold pack. On, let me pull, yeah, let me pull out the. Because what I'm thinking now, I just was thinking about it is, if it's got the the gurney uh, thing, man, it'd be real great to 3D print out some uh, more packs and all that to throw in, eh? I Yeah, I, I, don't quote me on it. I, I'm pretty sure we I at will. least get one pack. Because I know that there, there were people that were talking about that the throwers don't really mount to the pack that well either. So they're people oh, that are you know, 3D printing uh, V-hooks. That's hooks a common to... complaint that could be about anything, really. Uh, well, true. How's this um, costume? Well, the throwers don't really mount to the pack very well. <laughs> How's this toy? Well, the thrower doesn't really mount to the pack very well. Uh, can okay. I... Oh, and the one last... Oh, the stupid, yeah. super long hose. Come here. Um, Come here. Hey, speaking of reading the instructions, has this been something that's been in here before and I've just never noticed because I'm totally oblivious, but... Uh, at the beginning of stage 13, they have tips for tightening the screws, and they tell you that screws that have codes ending with the letter M, such as BM or CM, yeah. drive into the metal, and those that end in letter P drive into plastic, BPCP. Uh, I did and they, not know that. They, they tell you to do not over-tighten the screws that go into plastic, ensure that the screws in the metal are tightened securely so that the head makes firm contact. To prevent the screw from jamming before it is fully tightened, drive the screw only halfway in at first, then unscrew it to release the shavings Well, when you're self-tapping the screws. Hot yeah. damn, because, no, we didn't read that, but remember that was one of the things early on I was saying, yeah, do this, because I was like, it was the same thought. Rather than try to keep forcing it forward and yeah, stripping the thing stop and take it out and give it a little bit of uh I, yeah, yeah we were doing it it was just we did it the hard way like just by i didn't realize and now it makes sense because it's like yeah you're trying to screw it in and all and these shavings are shaving there yeah Ugh. bigger letters number 13 where are you <laughs> here we go here we go oh boy we go. yeah 13 is Wow, this is a... Ba, 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 ba. Okay. 
I think just 13 is our reward for getting done with 12. Like, what hey, you finished all the blue hoses. Here is your chassis on stage 13. Where's that super tiny piece before I crack this thing open? Uh, it's in a baggie. It's in its own little baggie there. Oh, it's there with the... Okay. Good, yeah. So I don't lose it. Uh, 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 uh. And then it goes in with an EN screw. There we go. Um, so yeah, so the void, I don't know, man, if anybody out there has any insight and the, the crazy thing is I, you know, working for the Disney company, uh, you know, I, I do have to disclaim, I don't have any inside knowledge or any insight on this either. Um, so if anybody out there knows, man, this is a monster. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. All right. Okay, I'm with you. I'm on step one. Key. The illustrations are color-coded. They'll be red highlights for the new part. Screws fit. Yellow. Okay. Now I'm being careful. Yeah, tightening the screws. Did they not I feel like, has that, has that been in the instructions before, or is this sort of a new, know. like... I'll tell you in a second, because I am right in. Somebody following along at home, listening, going, idiots. You idiots, read the instructions. It, admittedly, I do kind of gloss over the instructions just for the sake of the, the radio of it all. Uh, like Part locator. Spare parts. Nope. Keep going. No. Small parts. They have tips. Handle carefully. Unpack. Yeah, okay, we figured that out. Tightening the screws. Yes. Oh, there was. Okay. But they tell us at stage... That's issue four. To be honest, I should go back to... Which one are you? You one. Nope, you're the sales thing. <laughs> issue one, issue two. Where's issue three? Hello. Uh, is it in your binder? No. I didn't get a binder. You did, remember? Oh, that's what? That's right. I forgot. Maybe that's coming. Maybe that's still coming. Uh, part locator. Oh yeah, that's short. So it's not in part. It's not in one. Hmm. Uh, yes, two. Tightening the screws, and guess where it All is. Right. It's right before stage two, where we put the grill together, which was the bit where it was driving us oh. around the goddamn bend because they would seize up on us. And uh, I said to myself, they should see? tell us, here's what I'm doing. They should, I'm telling people because I'm Somebody, providing yeah. a service. And it turns out, no, they covered it already. My apologies to Hero Collector. You did, in fact. They foolproofed it. We're just fools. <gasps> We're just, <laughs> yeah. There is nothing that I, there is nothing carefully planned out that I cannot <laughs> absolutely ruin. Uh, no, I feel the same way. So don't, uh, yeah, don't despair. But I do, I do despair. And the perfect timing because this one piece that we got to put in is now having, it's got that bite. Yep. It's going into the, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that I noticed it and brought it up too because it, it, this it would comes have been frustrating. Handy, right here and now. But, uh, well, here, let's see. So I just finished up 13. Probably would have saved that poor screwdriver, see if I too. Got all of our stuff. Oh, you know, the one thing that we didn't talk about is uh, Jason Reitman's Princess Bride for... Um, Qby? For Qu Yeah. Quibi? 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 I'm saying Quibi. I, I don't know what's right. I think it's Quibi because of the Super Bowl commercial. But uh, 
So uh, what now? Sort of, sort of a, a sweet version sports ball, the super, super Hooper ball, um, and, and has been daily. I want to say the inst- the installments have been coming out. Um, yeah. But with people like uh, Ernie Hudson showed up in in today's he as did. we're recording yeah. this. Um, uh, Keegan. Keegan Michael Key's yeah. been in them. Uh, uh, Tiffany Haddish. Uh, just uh, tons and tons of people. Uh, Fred Savage is in there. Uh, the narrator well, is Rob Reiner. Um, so uh, just a, a very cool thing that they're doing for. Um, I think the uh, Jose Andres's uh, charity. Uh, is it Meals Without Borders? I can't remember the name no, of it now. A, it is a yeah. It's a meal. Meals. Uh, shoot. Sorry, Jose. But uh, but for a good cause, uh, they're putting it together. Um, the bummer is I haven't been able to watch it because it's on Quibi. Does anybody out there have Quibi? Uh, they're advertising it hard. They're really trying. And this um, might be the thing that makes or breaks them because this is really getting a lot of coverage and does look really cool. It, I mean, it looks like a lot of fun, and it looks very funny. Like all the little clips that have been going up on... Uh, you know, Entertainment Weekly had a, a fairly lengthy clip, um, and then as di- you know, Jason on his social media, if you follow him, you, you've been seeing them all too. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it looks like a lot of fun. It would be the type of thing that I would love to watch. Um, I just, I haven't, I have so many streaming platforms now that I'm paying monthly fees to. That Quibi is one of those where it's like, ah, yeah, no. What else? I mean, I would watch this and then probably cancel. It would be, you know, like. CBS All Access. I'll watch uh, Discovery. I'll watch Picard. I'll watch Twilight Zone. And uh, then what? I'm not really watching anything on it. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it does look like a lot of fun. It does look very funny. Uh, and, you know, when they have crowd shots, it's all Lego men and, uh, you know, their uh, battle armor and, and the medieval uh, uh, themed uh, Legos. And I remember being in LA for a. Um the Banff, uh, Banff, uh, Alberta has a film and television symposium. That's kind of a big deal. And they had expanded out into doing, um, like a one day one in LA. And I went down for that. And yeah, one of the things was all these execs from all these big companies. And they all were sitting there. This is before YouTube Red and all that. They were all just drooling, trying to figure out how to get, like, you know, what was going to be the, what were they saying? Some big show. What was going to be the such and such show of the YouTube generation? I was like, I don't know that's how the YouTube generation works. But this is closer to it, because at the time they were all like, you know, they were trying to do it in vines and all that vines are very short Man, how Whereas, do we monetize a vine how do we monetize a youtube video how do we yeah. yeah and none of the real none of the streaming had taken off really and all that and all the people paying for streaming subscriptions and all that so once that came along and once you know they were like oh we'll just do 10 minute one that's basically what it is we'll, but again will it succeed who knows well, and, and in a different climate, maybe it would have, you know, with if if we weren't all on lockdown and looking for lengthy, you know, yeah. binge watching Star Trek Voyager from start to finish. Uh, then, yeah, no kidding, you know, man. if I was on if I was if I'm sitting on a train, if I'm sitting in a waiting room, if I'm just trying to kill a couple minutes like it's 
it makes perfect sense. It might be a more desirable platform for uh, a life where <laughs> yeah. we're not all staying at home. It um, makes perfect sense, but here's at the end of the day, here's the trick. YouTube is filled with five and ten minute right. distractions already. And it doesn't yeah. have to be a show. It's like... Show, and show me found, the ad and that's how you generate your revenue. I found um, this rusty uh, Hot Wheels surf car from... 70s is in pretty bad shape but i'm gonna take it apart and restore it and i'm like i'm in i'm in i found <laughs> this axe it's all rusty i'm gonna make it work again i'm like show me how it's like we don't need plot we don't need actors no. just I, I have been watching uh sponge face from uh, gb fans he's been doing tutorial videos for quite some time now and I, I, for i mean his between his like soothing voice and his very informative you know uh tutorials of how he install his kits into his you know uh he's got the motorola mt500 uh, walkie-talkie that he's installing a right. soundboard into and it's just it's just fun. i mean for the same reason maybe you out there are listening to us build a model right now it's just very kind of yeah. soothing and it makes me feel like there's some sort of normalcy i'm watching somebody do something and learning how to do it um i don't know i'd love but, to rip apart some mid-range push to talk walkie talkies and jam it into a Motorola just so it actually, just so it actually works. Floor. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or, um, um wire it up. So, uh, it's, uh, it automatically, it's, it's basically Bluetooth to your phone and the button, I feel like, pre- yeah, that's, the button, I've, if the button's out, it's un- it mutes and you have to press it in to unmute yourself to talk. Push to talk. Yeah. I mean, that, that's what I would want to, I, I mean, more so than putting the soundboard in there. It, as fun as it is to have the soundboard where you hit the button and you've got Ray on the other yeah, end exactly, saying, you know, right? I saw it, I saw it, I saw it. Um, that, that's, I mean, don't get me wrong. That one's super fun too. But pr- part of me was like, it'd be fun if it was like practical as well. Uh, I'm done. Are you done? I am done as well. Yeah. So there I we are. I got the plate in and I got the the thing that is threatening <laughs> more hoses. <laughs> the, Whatever in the heck that is. Another distributor. That? Thank they call goodness. it the yeah. place the distributor. Yes, N- another another, another uh, distributor. distributor of some sort. Yeah. Bah. Anyways, but um, yeah, so there it is. Uh, we're done with stage thirteen. We'll finish out this issue uh, at a later date. But uh, yeah, thanks thanks to everybody who's following along. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go, 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 go stoppers! I'm sorry, we'll do it again. We want to hear from you. Leave us a voicemail on our call-in line at four seven zero two four two four seven four two. That's 4702-GBHQIC. We also have a Facebook page. You do? And Twitter accounts. Friends is dead. No kidding. Just give me the address. Search Facebook for... The Ghostbusters! Interdimensional CrossFit. On Twitter, look for Troy at Ghostbusters HQ and Chris at Proton Charger. I just want to get back close again. What the hell are you doing? If you like what you hear, please take a moment to give us a review on iTunes. Be sure to recommend us to your friends. That makes good sense. Don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professional. Once again, our call-in line is 4702-GBHQIC. That ought to do it. Thanks very much, Ray. Chris, uh, long, long episode as these build episodes usually end up being, but, uh, what, what do you got in terms of, uh, final thoughts? Oh, uh, mm, uh, oh, I know one, uh, because as I mentioned, I, I've started, let's just say this year of all years, it feels like we really need Halloween. 
Yes, and, God and willing. I started. This is this is a multifaceted final thought. Like one of them was me going. I realize kids going out door to door and crowds and all that. This is not the time for it in some places. Yeah. Our community started thinking about it because everything is decent enough here that as long as we keep kids from you know clumping together and all that kids might be able to you know door to door and maybe uh treat bags rather than handing out candy directly to kids like just but at a minimum ways around it yeah yeah at a minimum i'm like this is the year where everybody like everybody who profits from halloween you know it's time for them to step up and up the halloween game to the levels we remember as kids like um radio and television like they're just you know they just sort of like that that guy the 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 body stalking with the carved pumpkin head dancing oh yeah yeah they don't do that anymore like at best they just Uh, they show great pumpkin charlie brown and toy story of terror and call it a day yeah Yeah, they you know news doesn't play spooky music and stuff like like, i'm like no this is the year where you guys gotta roll that out like this week we need this Um, especially here you know down in the states where i don't think traditional trick-or-treating uh will probably not be happening although i said the same thing about fourth of july and uh, it went crazy down here um but well that's that's a different thing it the fourth of july shouldn't have happened the way it happened but it did happen it's the same for halloween it shouldn't happen the way it used to some considerations need be but at the end of the day in my head i'm like some people I've talked to, uh, they get very self-righteous about it, that it's black or white. Halloween's off. I'm like, what do you mean off? There like, are ways to, to celebrate. The you kids, still, the kids yeah. trick-or-treating, maybe that's modified or out. But that doesn't mean it's not also still Halloween. Right. It's not like the right. stores aren't going to fill up with Halloween candy. And it doesn't mean that there aren't scary movies to watch and all that. So I'm like, so that's, that's kind of where my head's been at. Because, you know, we're getting there. We're hitting mid-july august september october then we're there like it's not that far away uh lord knows as ghostbusters fans we need um there you go teams that used to go and hit the parties now dress up as ghostbusters and you can walk around telling people to stay six feet apart (laughs) stay six feet apart be safe yeah i mean at the end of the day kids go trick-or-treating in a costume and half of them are masked anyways so um, you know a mask is not going to be a problem yeah, you know, make a princess mask go with the princess outfit. Spider Man's already wearing a mask. You know what I mean? Like it's just well, just I mean, don't let the kids um, climb over one another, and don't you know let them clump around you for candy. Like you know, I'm already thinking like I'd be, this is like I'm in my head. I'm like oh, because one of the things our community can't do is we're we're kind of a magnet for uh, other areas. Like people who don't have a lot of good trick or treating, yeah. they bring their kids to our because we're just a loop. We're a townhouse loop, and it's perfect. The kids can walk. They hit 150 units. Done, right? Like, it's it's beautiful. Yeah. And it's perfect. And it's like, this year, don't know if we can really do that. But for the kids within the community, I probably can still go door to door. And I'm like, this is the year. I think I'm doing decorated treat bags. And there's going to be a full-size candy bar in each and every one. You know what I mean? Like, this <laughs> yeah. is this is not the we'll Halloween that... for the poor kids. Yeah. This shouldn't be the Halloween that... The, the year yeah. that, that Halloween... What's it? The, a year without Halloween. Oh, man. I mean... And, this and, is not it. This should be the year where other stuff made it even 
bigger in kids' memory. And there's ways there's ways around it. Like I'd I'd love to hear everybody out there your your suggestions for you know having a safe uh, trick or treat or, or Halloween experience. But there's this guy uh, George Motz who's like a, a burger. Uh, he's got a show called uh, Burger. What is it called now? Just the Burger Show, I think. But um, he he runs around with what he calls his burger slide right now, uh, which is his way of giving people uh, cheeseburgers from a safe distance. So he'll cook the burger, and then it looks like, um, you know, uh, literally like a, a, a ski jumping slide that's made out of wood, and he drops the burger onto the slide and it flies toward the person six feet away and <laughs> and the reason he developed that is because he was just making them in his kitchen in his townhouse and he built this like ramp out of his window out onto the street and people would come up and he would feed you know give them the cheeseburgers from from within his house uh there's got to be develop that yeah. there's like put some sort of a ramp uh, on your front door that you can you know kick the candy down to the kids yeah. Uh, safely if, and if you're uh, a dry if you're a, like a dryish area too like i say a table with treat like you just get paper lunch bags that you know you can rubber stamp with a a bat or something and fill each one and staple it shut and place them on the table and you just sit there you know 10 yeah. feet away hi kids love your outfit hey cool uh, spider-man outfit. And, then, and then make sure they're not clumping up and one at a time and wait your turn and um what's the yeah. other thing but here's the thing halloween's on sunday this year which means, again, if everybody kind of put their heads together, like television and radio and all that, and just 100%, you know, dialed it up, dialed it up to 11, uh, <laughs> you got Friday and Saturday. You know what I mean? Like, just this this is the year where we can do for kids what we had that they don't have right now, which is the local television station runs like a six movie marathon. Do you know what I mean? And oh, especially stay, on a Sunday where the programming is, there's a dearth of programming to begin well, with. Of, yeah. but, but Saturday night, you know what I mean? Like you stay up late on, how many kids get to stay up late on a Saturday night to watch monster movies anymore? They don't because, yeah. but this is a chance to curate. That's, that's the, this is the year where we, it's an opportunity to curate Halloween and make it more like it was for kids when we were young. And to that end, I'm already, I've started, like I've been re-listening to the old GBI Halloween spooktaculars because I want to. I want to spend more time. This, this might be the awesome. year of the double one. Who knows? Ooh, um, double episode. To that end, uh, anybody out there uh, wants to record, you want to do a Halloween shout out to another group or whatever, or just to all fans everywhere. You know, record it, call it in on our line, um, or record it and send the file to us via you know uh, GBHQ's email or you know Facebook or what. It, just get it to us, yeah, and we'll 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 roll it in there. Uh, same as previous years, you got a movie you want to recommend or all that sort of thing. And as you know, even earlier on, leading up to Halloween, if you get your suggestions for things, cool things to do for Halloween, uh, you know, uh, green slime. <laughs> popcorn ball recipes or whatever i don't know we'll take it um, yes anything you know, and everything whatever we can do to help uh, elevate this yeah yeah send send it on in because i want to like i said this just man there's just so many disappointments to outright tragedies like that seems yeah. to be the scale that every time we get something like the umbrella academy trailer or little things we're like or or hero collectors a pin for 10 but we're like thank you thank I'll you take it may you live to be a thousand this i think this is this is the year where yeah. like i say i miss 
classic Halloween and I am old enough and wise enough to understand that it's because the times have changed. Interest in Halloween hasn't changed, especially for kids, but I know it's become a lot more of a marketable thing for for companies and all that. But the structure of our world and media has changed. Like drive-ins. Drive, you know, whatever scary movies were out, going, you know, if you had uh, you live someplace where you might have had like a drier fall or whatever, and you got to go to the drive-in leading up to Halloween. Fantastic. We don't get to do that anymore. Um, like when TV stations just let themselves get overtaken with scary movies and stuff yeah. like that. We don't get to do that anymore. But hosted by personalities too, with yes. your you know uh, Sven Gulies and your uh, Elvira's and Gore yeah. Vidal and yeah stuff like that. Um, yeah, uh, uh, Peterson's still out there. And does a mean uh, Elvira? Uh, I mean, and I mean mean in a good way. Uh, yeah. Fat like dope, and dope like cool, <laughs> and cool like hot, and hot like we're with it. We know it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, send in your stuff. Like let's let's it start start the clock. Yeah, let's, let's start. do it. I mean, it's July, but at the same time, it's like. I, just, I never thought yeah. we'd be talking about July uh, in March, and here yeah, we are. Uh, so, it's just so weird. Let's just uh, let's let's start that conversation now. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's make this yeah. the Halloweeniest, uh, the Halloweeniest year in a long time. Because you know, as things calm down next year and all that, we, you know, it may just go back to normal. Um, Hershey's announced. This is another reason that I got all excited. Hershey's announced they're ripping off Canada's Nestle products. By the way, I've sent you the. Scarios and or Scarrows bars and yeah, uh, coffin crisps. The and all coffin that. crisps are my favorites. Yeah. There you go. Anyways, Hershey took a. They noticed over the last few years those have been quite popular, so they're putting out uh, Franken cups for like Reese's cups, which have like green chocolate bottoms to them. Like Ooh. they're putting out a, a line of Halloween uh, rebranded uh, products, and I'm like, this is the year. <laughs> like last year, where like goldfish put out regular goldfish uh, but they put yeah. a halloween bag on it's like no that's not it we Minimal need effort. we need we yeah. need effort this year we need uh every child should be getting full-size candy bars and they should have like bats on it <laughs> like that's <laughs> this is the year for that so and, and count chocula cereals should be out on shelves now like just give them months of frankenberry i mean we're adults we're, we're supposed to be the ones that weather through we're supposed to be the ones that put on a brave face for the kids and yeah part of me is like let's screw it let's make sure that halloween is still yeah. in as much as we can safely do it is still halloween for kids agreed 100 percent agreed yeah. Um, all right. Well, hit hit us up out there, and uh, yeah, love love to hear your thoughts and suggestions. Uh, always. I mean, not not even about Halloween. Anything and everything. Uh, we're here for you guys. So hit the voicemail. Hit us up on social media. Email all that jazz. Uh, we're we're here for you. Um, all right. Well, we're uh, we're running long, but uh, until next week, everybody. See you all on the other side. Who you gonna call? We Thanks for joining the Ghostbusters Interdimensional CrossRip. Visit us at ProtonCharging.com, GhostbustersHQ.net, and StillPlayingWithToys.net. They used to be one of my two favorite shows. Everything you're doing is bad. I just want to let you know that. We'd like to get a sample of your brain tissue. Oh. Next week, though, Hairless Cats. We're so cool.